0: See, this is where artists need to, one, um, listen to these podcasts so they can hear what I'm about to say.
1: 520
2: Collective, where music meets ministry and the indie artists take center stage. Ride through my old town. Oh me, Ocean. Oh, might need both cry oceans oh, She float down. My old child fear so broke. No hope around here. Yeah. Been trying to cope since like oh one. Better slow down for your coast sign you might like, ocean. Oh,
3: What's up and welcome to the final episode of season two here on the Five Twenty Collective Podcast. As always, we are in the field on the Track Stars Podcast Network. Yeah, man. You know what it is. This is where music meets ministry and the indie artist takes center stage. I am Eric Boston, here with my brother, with my co-host, with the guy who kind of makes this whole thing run, really, if we're going to be honest, Mr. Nate Shelton. What's up, man? Yeah, don't don't put that on me. No. Dude, it's on <laughs> you. I'm, I, I'm, I'm giving you the title, dude. Like, all no, questions, no concerns, inquiries, hit up Nate. Where are they going to hit you up, Nate?
4: You can hit me up at EricBoston. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Twitter is at I am underscore Nate Dog. That's I am underscore Nate Dog. I do all my CHH work there. And you can uh, follow everything going on with the latest in CHH news on my Twitter page. That's what's up. So make sure you hit up Nate. Let him know
3: what's up. And uh, any complaints, he's got you taken care of. So, there we go, there we go And guys, you can follow me on social media as well uh, I'm on Twitter as well as on Parlor. Both of those, it is at EricBoston3 That's at EricBoston And the number 3, hit us up, let us know what's up Of course, you can follow 520 Collective across social media Including Twitter, Instagram, Facebook um, Yeah, that's all 520CHH So make sure you follow us there. And this episode of the 520 Collective Podcast is being sponsored by Honest T and his new single, Peep Game. Make sure you go check that out from our guy Honest T. The single is in collaboration with the crew that's known as LMG. Uh, That stands for Like-Minded Gang. And that drops on December 18th. It is a bar-heavy, cypher-style track that showcases the lyrical talent of the LMG Collective so make sure to go out and support Peep Game from Honesty featuring LMG. Nate, man, what's been going on this past month, man? It's crazy that we are at the
4: end of season two. Right, in the last episode. I mean, 2020 is almost over, and we all let out a big sigh of relief. <laughs> but now nah, the last month, you know, there's been some great uh, independent music dropping. I know we, you and I have both talked about it. Uh, we don't really talk about him much here, but Montel Fish dropped a new project, Camp Lukewarm. We both think that's one of the best projects out this year. Definitely probably gonna be a lot of people's top tens. Uh, so go check that album out. It's really, uh, really well done. I really don't, I don't know much else to say about that, but also, personally for me, um, Kleso dropped his debut project. I really liked how he put that together. Didn't really know what to expect. I thought it was really well done. So, yeah, man. Uh, other music. Did, did you happen to see a Kleso Getting on ready the Trackstar show? I missed that, unfortunately. I'll have to go back
3: and check that out. Yeah, man. It, it was pretty cool. Pretty cool. But no, I'm with you, man. Um, Camp Lukewarm, um, Dude, like, sur- surprising how good it was. I mean, to be honest with you, like, I mean, I think people knew it was gonna be good, right? Um, but dang, man, like, it's it's one of those like special projects, man. Like, I, I really feel like that. Like, it's one
4: that's going to have long life to it. Yeah, it's getting a getting talked about in a lot of different spaces. So, if you like, I said, if you guys have not checked that out, give it a listen definitely gonna uh enjoy it wouldn't you do so yeah man Make, put that on your list for sure for sure
3: and of course man uh nate you know we held our own little challenge um between the last podcast and now um kind of working with our guy oze he released the track worldwide featuring 1k few and we had the worldwide remix challenge uh where people got a chance to drop their verses uh, for the opportunity to be on the remix of of the worldwide can't get tired track and dude like it, it was pretty cool and I I was just you know thrilled that we got to partner up with some really good artists within the indie Christian hip-hop space for this thing to make it really special for the winner I mean not only is it um, po- produced by poetics but we were able to Hop on the phone with our friends over at Culture Villains And and get to talk to Cam Pitch him the idea of hopping on this uh, On this remix He checked out the track He's like yeah man I can skate on this Send it my way So we got him and we're like Well if we're going to get Cam We need one more person So we get four people on this remix Kind of even it out And we hit up um, our girl uh, Salache Vaz Uh, She is going to be on this remix as well And we're pretty excited because both of those two Are some of the kind of, you know, really true exciting You know, newer voices in the space, man And to get them on there with Oze and 1K Few We're like, man, we're giving someone an opportunity Whoever's going to win this challenge Um, Nate, what did you feel about the challenge, man? Like, What did you think of the response to it?
4: I thought the response was pretty good. We had some great uh, great nominees, some great submissions that uh, made it a little difficult to decide who was going to come out on top. But yeah, getting Cam to uh, put a verse on there and Solashi, which if you haven't heard Solashi Vaz, she's one of the better lyricists in our space and probably does not get the recognition she deserves. So if you... Uh, want to know more about her go check her out on whatever device you're streaming on listen to her music but yeah those two combined with osay's you know you got 1k on the track it just is it's gonna make it a, a great song yeah man and we
3: you know obviously made the announcement that out of those submissions like you said they were tough man we had people coming out of the woodwork for it we had some of the top challenge guys you know including mitch Durrell we had brm that dropped a, uh, a verse for it and it, it was a tough very tough uh voting uh for the staff man to figure out who was gonna be the winner but ultimately uh we got Brickface. he is a kind of new to us artist but man he kind of came out swinging with his verse and we thought it just it fit with the song you know, we thought he did his thing on it, so he was the winner of the worldwide challenge. So that's Brickface, um, Nate. I know you were behind, you know, him as the winner as well. Like, what was it about his submission that made you feel like,
4: yeah, this is the guy that we need to pick? Well, one, you know, it, I thought the way he did his verse really fit well with the concept of the song, but he just the flow was. Real I mean, he, like you—we he, talked about—he skated on it, and he just came out spitting, and really think he did a, a much better job than um, everybody else in the long run.
3: Yeah, man. Yeah, man. So, Nate, we think back to the November episode of the podcast. Uh, one thing that was pretty cool that I was glad we were able to do is we were we were able to announce our 2020 rookie of the year nominees and of course we held some voting on our twitter account um, let people go in and cast their votes to help us narrow it down to uh some finalists for this award and right now we're just gonna take a moment and i guess just announce those finalists man we didn't know if it's gonna be two three how many uh we were gonna end up with um you know we kind of based it on what we saw results-wise from the fan vote, Uh, but we got three finalist selections, and I think they are three pretty good ones, man, like, let the people know, who's the finalist for our 2020 Rookie of the Year?
4: Finalists for the Rookie of the Year, after all the voting on social media, we got Just Call Me DT, BRM, of course, he's... Friend uh, guy we've been working with uh, quite often here. and we also have Hugh Halla, and I gotta be honest before he was nominated, I wasn't real familiar with him, but he definitely is well worth the nominee. and if you again need to be refreshed on who he is like I did, go check him out. Hugh Halla got kind of an old old throwback sound to him if you like boom bap definitely Hugh Holler is your guy and Just Call Me DT really has burst on this uh, season this year Um, coming out with uh, EP also did a Broward County remix here recently that was really well done so DT Just Call Me DT is uh, one of those guys that you need to be watching out in the near future
3: yeah man I think you know the nominees you know the, the initial nominees were are, it's a very good list and watching the vote and, and kind of keeping track of that you know while we had it open it was um you know it was really cool to see like you know the fan support and who was coming out and, and casting their votes for who and like you said man i mean we got three very talented artists here in the uh, as our finalists and so now it's up to the 520 staff to really You know, maybe lock ourselves in a room, man, and hash it out and figure out who's going to be our 2020 rookie of the year. Um, But we're going to get that figured out, man. And, And if you want to know who ultimately gets crowned, Rookie of the year. Make sure you're following us again across social medias at 520CHH. Make sure you're coming to 520Collective.com because we are going to announce our 2020 Rookie of the Year on January 1st via our website. Of course, we'll be dropping that information on social medias as well. But like Nate was saying, you know, you got Hugh Hollow, who came over from kind of a you know a mainstream background. Uh, got saved, came over to the CHH side and has been, you know, he put up a pretty nice debut project showing why he got a nod as a potential nominee. BRM worked crazy hard this year, uh, dropped three total projects, two solo, one collab project, uh, hard to find anyone that works harder than him except for maybe like zay hill or someone like that but brm he's constantly working constantly putting out music and then like like you said nate uh just call me dt man i mean you know he's one of those guys he doesn't have the biggest catalog but man what he drops is is polished you know it's it. you can tell everything the potential is, you know where is he's high going. quality
4: he puts he puts a lot of work into his music you can tell it's I'm really looking forward to what the future has for him.
3: Yeah, man. So make sure you, uh, you guys, rock with us. Hit up the website uh, on New Year's Day and find out who's gonna be our 2020 Rookie of the Year. So Nate, we got a few minutes here, and one thing we always like to do is talk about um, what we've been reading. You know, we we for people who maybe don't know, we do uh, staff devotionals here at 520 Collective where we read through different devotional series, talk about how they're impacting us um, and, and kind of what God's saying to us through them and we've been we just finished up a what I felt was like a really interesting devotional what do you think man?
4: I thought it was really really insightful I mean we talked about, it was about Elisha which <laughs> full honesty, I thought I really knew the story of Elisha, because you're up in church, you hear all those Old Testament stories, you know, the felt board, and I'm old enough to remember the felt board and the characters, And but you just reread those stories, and it's just amazing the life that he lived while he was a prophet, and just, I mean, it all boils down to his willingness to obey God and his direction on his life. <laughs> I think we are talking about how, you know, like some of the. If you're familiar with the story of Elisha, how uh, crazy how some of those uh, his stories were just stuff you would not think would be normal. I just off the top of my head, he's walking down the road to I what I guess are teenage kids are making fun of his bald head, calls out a bear and eats the kids yeah
3: dude like kind of stuff. <laughs> dude e- elisha's wild man uh you know he like like the the stuff from his story you know from the from the time that um you know he's the chosen person who's gonna re- replace elijah right and, and they come and, and he leaves and just even the way he left to follow elijah during his last days like, from that point on, man Like, it's crazy, like, everything's wild Like you said, you got him, you got some of the other You know, kind of prophets and guys that's hanging out with them, And they're they're walking in through town And these kids, however old they were They're not very smart And they start making fun and laughing uh, at these guys And next thing you know, Elijah's like Guess what, you're bare food um, And this is a man yes. of God, dude This is a man of God <laughs> That's what makes it I, I, I don't want to say hilarious, but it's
4: hilarious like I'm just gonna be honest. And, I with mean, you. there are those funny store funny ironic stories in the Bible, and that's one of them. But and when you look at the whole story of Elisha, it's just a story of, like I said, of being obedient to God. Because you have the story of Naaman who had leprosy and and was told that Elisha could cure him. He simply tells him to dunk himself in the Jordan River seven times. Which, if anybody knows the Jordan River, from what I've heard and been told it's dirty and gross and nobody would ever think to get clean in it. And he finally even finally obeys and does what he, he commanded and lo and behold, leprosy is gone. But it's just those simple little stories throughout his life that if you follow what God is leading you to do and be obedient to his calling, you're going to be blessed. And, I think that's really what I came down, came away with after reading the whole story of Elisha beyond the weird and bizarre ways that things happened is just, I mean, it's God showing you, Hey, look, these are, this is not normal. People are going to look at you funny, just follow my, what I'm telling you and things will work out. And it's just time after time through the devotional and the stories is examples of that all throughout Elisha's life.
3: Yeah, man, I think uh, I'm, I'm there with you, man. I think that we expect things to be like kind of on this grand scale, right? Or or they have to meet certain criteria for it to work. Um, you know, and, and what Elijah shows is, man, this could be kind of basic, maybe even to the point where a normal person's gonna be like there's no way this is gonna work <laughs> right um you talk about the 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 couple whose son died and they come in there like elijah you know he our, our son has died we're we're you know we're struggling we are grieving can you do anything and elisha comes in they've got the the, the boy's body laying in a bed and Lash just like, I'm going to lay down on him, basically, right? And he lays down right. on him, uh, and, and then nothing happens. He gets up, he looks at him, he's like, I guess I'll lay down on him again, <laughs> you know? Let me try this a second time. And at that point, the the boy, you know, the life is breathed back into the boy, and he gets up. But, um, you know, like... I, most people be like, you, you kind of Squashed them once and it didn't work You're going to do it again Right. You know um, But yeah, I, I think that's the thing to take away Is like, hey, just believe Be confident And And don't worry about it being a show Right, like Just go about what you need to do What God's telling you to do So definitely I think it's a good um, A real good devotional uh i'm excited that we got to read it i'm excited for this new one that we have going and uh finding out what we get to talk about next month man really um but nate you know what time it is man we gotta feature a song is that time we gotta feature a song dude and and with it being the holidays it's probably good to have something kind of holiday related right
4: so um we've got a new song correct do what See, we got a Hanukkah song, right?
3: Yes. As a matter of fact, we do. Our guy, Riley Michael, you know. No, I'm kidding. Well, it is Riley Michael, uh, but it is not a Hanukkah song. It is a new Christmas song by our guy, Riley, and it is called 2020 Christmas. That's 20 slash 20 Christmas. And he released this uh, about a week ago. Um, Excited to check it out, man. You, You ready to jump into it? Let's jump into it. All right, let's check it out like,
2: like, Merry Christmas, y'all. <laughs> uh, yeah, shout out to Omen. Man, you're a legend,
1: bro. It's that Christmas and I'm all my heat and I'm I'm
2: Gifts, people giving gifts, some are hitting this. Yeah, something really bad, something hella stress. I was missing Scrooge till the ghost came through. Rudolph hit the way, then my heart it grew three sizes bigger than it was before. So, light up the candles, put up the light, put up the cream.
1: Thank you
3: It's, it's time for the 520 Podcast Song Breakdown Sponsored by Show Me Christ Records Alright guys That was 2020 Christmas By Riley Michael And this Song Breakdown As always Is being brought to you By our guys At Show Me Christ Records Check them out ShowMeChristRecords.com uh, They are an independent label In St. Louis, Missouri They've got A lot of cool stuff Going on Check out their website Merch Playlist Playlist you know, kind of the the they run the gamut over there at Show Me Christ. So hit up ShowMeChristRags Support Daryl and the team, including their artist Jude. Uh, like I said that really deserve it, man. I'm glad that they are um, just some people that we have been able to connect with uh, since we've started the platform here at 520 Collective. But Nate, I gotta know, man, what did you think of 2020 Christmas by Riley Michael?
4: I really, really dug this Christmas song. Uh, He did a fantastic job with it, Um, kind of for me, had kind of like a vibe to a 90s slow jam type song, the beat and rhythm to it, but overall, I mean, the production was great, his vocals were great on it, The, the theme of the song was just all about slowing down and taking time to enjoy the holiday, which this year... Uh, to me is more important than ever just because of non-stop year that 2020 has been is just take time and enjoy the holiday season remember what it's really about and soak it all in instead of letting life pass you by
3: yeah man i'm with you so like whenever it comes to like a holiday song or like you know j- just something a little different like this with with hip-hop in particular i feel like there's very little like in between areas like either it's done well or it's kind of corny right um right like, right I, yeah i've I, I rarely do i hear something like this and just be like yeah it's okay <laughs> you know uh it's either not yeah I, I i like it or nah that ain't it um and so, like you said, I feel like Riley did a good job, man, uh, of putting something together. And while he had some of those, like, kind of, well, I guess what we would consider traditional elements, you know, like some the certain language that he used in there, um, I think he also did a great job of making it unique and making it relevant, and using the opportunity to talk about, you know, issues that he's kind of struggled with, right? Like he's he's talking about how, hey, and past christmases it's not always been a good time of the year for me personally but this year you know I'm, I'm i'm really being intentional about trying to change that and make it different um and like you said i mean i feel like the overall sound on this was good uh, i feel like his his verses were well written his, his deliveries um you know kept me interested in the track um there's even that like breakdown kind of bridge type part of the track where he has a little bit of like a play on Silent Night even in there, um, so I thought that was really well incorporated. Overall, very good track, man.
4: Yeah, I just I mean I don't know more to say, but it was really good, and I it would be definitely be a song. You need to put on your Christmas playlist if that's the type of mood mode you're going for on Christmas. I know a lot of people like the traditional Christmas songs like I was raised on. But if you got that holiday hip hop Christmas music, add that to your playlist because it's one of my newer favorite Christmas songs. Yeah, man.
3: Yeah, definitely, you know, hit us up on social media. Let us know what you think of 2020 Christmas by Riley Michael or go to anchor.fm slash 520-collective and leave us a voicemail. Give us the feedback. what did you think of it? Uh, definitely interested to hear your thoughts. So, Nate Man, uh, you know, this is the, the last segment for us until 2021 and we hit season three of the podcast but we do have another segment coming up with our industry insider interview uh an exciting way to finish out season two we have on beat music mr ob himself in our interview segment so let's toss it over to that man if you're ready
4: let's do it let's hear hear what ob has to say all
3: right guys stick around for the interview with ob and we will make sure that we come back and catch up with you guys. Yes, I'm going to go there. I'm going to take it to that point. We will see you next year. At this point, so hope you enjoy the interview on beat music from uh, Critique Fridays on Rapzilla, in house producer at RMG. It was a great one, great opportunity to uh, talk with someone with a lot of insight to the CHH thing. We'll see you next time. Welcome to this month's Industry Insider Interview brought to you officially by the Bookkeeper247.com. What's up? Welcome to another Industry Insider interview here on the 520 Collective podcast. As always, our interviews are being sponsored by the Bookkeeper247. Check them out at the bookkeeper 24 where they have a lot of great Christian hip hop content and coverage over there. So make sure you go and support those guys, the bookkeeper24/7. And this month, it, it, I'm super excited for this one, guys. Uh, we've got, um, you know, he, he's one of the the main dudes in this space. And you can learn a lot from him uh, if you watch him on Friday nights. I know you get a lot of good insight. Uh, but it is on beat music. Mr. OB from Rapzilla's uh, Critique Fridays. Joining me now on the Track Stars Podcast Network phone line. How you doing, sir? How's it going, everybody? How y'all doing, man? Thanks. Thanks for
0: having me. appreciate it.
3: Yeah, man, for sure. So um, besides Critique Show, which we're going to get into a little bit later, you are, um, I would say, a producer extraordinaire, especially for this uh, Christian hip-hop space, man. So wh- what have you had going on lately? Um, Well, <laughs> you know, it's kind of a loaded question. Um,
0: <laughs> uh, Yeah, well, I mean, a lot of it is more... I've, I've actually been on a break uh, <clears throat> trying to get uh, go, I was going through a lot Through this whole time uh, So uh, Some of you guys know But yeah I had We had Me and my wife We pretty much uh, We lost our Our baby So it um it, It's been A month and A few weeks now Like almost a month and a half But uh, We're, we're getting through it And the whole time I just, This whole time I just actually been On break I mean uh, I, I'm still doing Critique Fridays um, Just for the sake of bringing in some type of income uh but like production wise i've actually put a lot of it at a halt well i had put a lot of it on halt now i'm starting to get right back into the groove of it i literally today right before right before i came on here i was on a on a a zoom session like a Zoom studio session that um i was doing with an artist and and so like this was like my first real session back since everything happen so um so yeah man i mean actually I'm, I'm starting to get everything booked back up and a lot of people are trying to book with me again and i mean that's encouraging like seeing a lot of people uh respect the fact that you know what what we're going through but then like be ready to work with me again as soon as i come right back in so that that's been really cool
3: <laughs> yeah man well uh, and, and a lot of people man they know you um Probably from working with like guys like Dylan Chase and um, some of the bigger names. But what's really cool is that you work with um, independent guys as well. So that is awesome. I mean, uh, first of all, before I d- 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 jump into the question, I, I totally should have said this first. Um, I, I just want you guys to know that we have definitely been praying for you and your family on our end, man. Um, I know that, um, that experience of losing a child like that and... Uh, it's not something that I want anyone to go through. So definitely, um, it's it's good to hear that maybe there's a little bit of healing starting to happen there, man.
0: Yeah, I mean, man, I it's it's something that, honestly, I don't know if it gets talked about a lot. I don't think so. And the reason why I don't think so is because when I posted about what happened, I had mad, crazy amount of people hit me up and people that we know in our space people even like bigger name people than we know uh hit me up and tell me how they've been praying for me but they can relate because they had the same situation happen to them which was like insane to hear because I was like this many of you guys had this going on I had no clue you know what I'm saying and um and I know for me going through it it's been very difficult. I mean, I'm really big on mental health issues and stuff like that. I'm I'm a big like um, advocate for like a, a big voice to to talk about mental health and um, those who Christians who struggle with it in the church. Um, you know, I, I'm really big on that. So for me, and not to not to mention like what I struggle with through that process, it, it hit me even harder. You know, through, through the fact that I, remember I already struggle with depression, I already struggle with uh, anxiety. I, I, sh- I have insomnia. I have all these types of. I'm diagnosed with all these types of things, and yet, you know, an incident like this hit, hits me, and my wife, and we're both like going through it. and It does something to your mental. So, hearing amount the amount of people that went through it that we know was like extremely surprising. I, I didn't, because I, I didn't never heard. A lot of people actually say,
3: hey, you know, I'm going through this for sure. And I think that's one thing that um, is maybe interesting to lose sight of um, that whenever you're in a kind of a community like Christian hip hop, right, where we're the the focus is music. Right. I think it's easy to lose sight of, man, there's real life happening at the same time. You know, check this segue out. I want to jump back over to your production stuff. Yeah, I'm going to give you a chance to flex here. So, you know, let, let, let's let make it a, a small idol for a minute, I guess. You know, like, like I was saying earlier, you know. <laughs> people... <laughs> no, 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 but for real. So, on your production side, though, like like we said, you know, people know you. Like, you've worked with some really great artists. Uh, I mean, you don't have to name your resume, you know. Um, but I might ask you to a little bit. But, you know, like, I... I Whenever I think of you, I automatically think of Dylan Chase. You know, I watched the drifting documentary. And I saw the relationship you guys have, and it's amazing. You know that connection. Who are some other artists that you've been able to work with that you just you feel like there's that special bond that you have with them? Uh, I think
0: another one right now that I've seen um, is Esso. Esso the Kid, um, Esto. Was act is actually like my second favorite rapper like in Christian hip hop like without a doubt like I I remember when I first heard him I was like bruh like this is like super dope because I never heard a UK rapper really spit when I first heard him so when I heard him and then the the type of beats that he was on I was like dude this dude is insane like he's really good and um like, I'd always made it a thing that I was, I was, I was going to produce for him. And and <laughs> I think I got the, when did I get the first chance to produce for dude? Oh, he moved, he, en- he ended up moving to San Antonio. And I'm from San Antonio. So he, from the UK to random San Antonio. I was like, what? UK to San Antonio, That's that's a huge move and in texas, san antonio texas at that i you know i would have thought he would have moved to like new york or florida or something like that but nah he was like san antonio and, and i was like okay i'm always like at that time i had just moved to oklahoma but i was always going back home and visiting my family like every month and we ended up connecting and then we made a record called and, and that's the thing about SOS. so so He'll tell you to send him beats, but the best stuff that he makes is when you're wet right there with him. With me and Esso, when we get into the room the same way, I feel I feel the same connection um, the way I do with like when I work with Dylan. Um, I feel like I have that type of bond too with with No Big Deal, um, and I've I've felt the, the same thing too with with Derek Minor. So those those are like those four. Are people that I'm like? If you got a project going, like they're always hitting me up, like Obi, send me something. Obi, send me something. Send me something. You know what I'm saying? So
3: let's talk about independent artists a little bit. Uh, guys that are coming up in this space, because I know that um, I've known some guys who've gotten production from you, and obviously that's a that's a huge opportunity for these guys. But I'm sure on your end, there's certain expectations or certain criteria that you're looking for as well so if i'm an independent artist and i'm like man i'd love to get a beat from ob like one what's the what way that i should approach you because i'm guessing i shouldn't just tag you on social media and say man shoot me a beat to my email or whatever um so how do i approach you and what are you looking for in in terms of if you're going to provide a beat to an artist that's maybe not as established
0: see this is where artists need to one um, listen to these podcasts so they can hear what I'm about to say (laughs) and then uh, the other thing is artists they need to learn how to read posts when I say certain things like some people just go and like posts on Instagram and they don't even know what I just put in the caption I'll, I'll, I'll post like a batch of beats right and I'll put email me that's the key word Email me <laughs> to, and I give the email or I'll put link in my bio, hit me up there. Or there's those rare occasions where I'm like, and most of the time is because I know they're going to go quick. I'll say, you can DM me right now. Preferably, if I don't say DM me, they're, they're, you just email me. Just email me. I always, I always provide an email. You can go to, like I said, the link in my bio, or you can go to onbeatmusic.net um, net. And you'll find like If you go all the way down It's it's my link tree You can go all the way down And you'll see like The little envelope for the email You can email me right there Uh, If you need the email It's onbeatmusicrmg at (laughs) gmail.com You can just hit me up there And and the thing is uh, I'm not I'm not fairly Like I'm not gonna Like some people tell me like Man I don't think I could be able to work with you And I think a lot of it is like because they don't think they're that good or anything like that and I don't, I don't I mean I'll be honest with them um about that but you know I really um some people asked me like uh, in a recent interview some people had asked me like Obi who do you want to work with right now that you haven't worked with yet and I told them and I posted this on Twitter I told them that you know I don't want to I've always wanted to work with the big names, whenever like I first started, I was always wanting to work with like the LeCrae's and the Andy Minios, all
3: that stuff. And but now I just want to make those people. Yeah, man. Well, and like you said, I think, you know, anyone that's watched your Critique Friday shows, which we're gonna jump into here in just a second, but I think they can see that heart in there as well, man. Um, you know, again, guys, join me on the Track Stars Podcast Network phone line. It is on beat music, uh, OB. Man you, you were talking about hitting you up on social media what's, what's the best places for them to uh, hit you up or just follow you I, I would say follow and support is the, the primary thing there
0: right right Um, I mean you can you can follow me um, mainly on Instagram and Twitter uh, I have Facebook I mean I have people that like my page on there Um, but I feel like now Facebook has turned into like and I said this the other day I was like it's turned into like a senior citizens like home or something like that oh it's way different way different i feel like facebook just became a bunch of old angry people now and that are just debating arguing all the time like you can't post not even a funny thing without somebody just in your comments and grilling you bro so i mean so if you want to follow me on facebook if you're one of those people you can follow me on facebook but i'm not gonna debate with you The other thing is like mainly, yeah. Follow me on 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 um, Instagram uh, at OnBeatMusic Music and follow me on Twitter at OnBeatMusic. Music. I'm always I, I like Twitter a lot. I'm, that's where I'm most vocal. Uh, Instagram, you know, I'm I'm there posting stuff and doing
3: stories and stuff like that too. So yeah, man. So Critique Fridays, man. Talk us talk to us about how this show just kind of came to be. And I started it. Actually,
0: before, well, Critique Fridays officially started about two and a half years ago. Um, probably, yeah, twenty eighteen. I want to say that it officially started with Rapzilla but it was it was just a. I was just before it wasn't. I didn't even have a name. I was just like, hey, send me your music. I'm gonna listen to it, and I would do it on Facebook. Back when before Facebook was a big old you know, Warzone, Um, but I, w- I would actually get a lot of people on there, man. Like there was like one time I had like 800 people in it and, and, and alive. I was like, this thing got shared crazy amounts. And a lot of it was because I was, I was bringing people on, on like, and at the time obviously it was before pre, uh, Corona and stuff. So I was like traveling a lot and, uh, I had You know people like dylan on there i had people like other just other friends and um other artist artist friends that were just coming through and then i had like a a grammy award-winning engineer with me one time and we were like he's a friend of mine shout out my boy Malik's um he's a Grammy grammy award winning engineer slash producer as well and you know he he was there with me doing the the show and it, it was just like it was It was just all fun and and dope it was just like i would spend like maybe an hour at the most and 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 it got like crazy man i was like dude i had like almost 800 people in this one uh the that was like the last one that i had did and then i got like really busy i i really loved it but i just couldn't handle it at the time just because of the amount of stuff that i was doing i was doing touring i was i was doing all that stuff Uh, just started DJing was like an in-house producer at at RMG Uh, that had just started for me. And, and then I was like, already I was dating my now wife at the time. So um, it it was just like craziness, you know, so I couldn't really keep up with it. And, um, and then it went on from there. It just, it just started building and building and building. And then
3: so Friday nights, what time does it start because i know it runs for a while but what t- what time does it start and <laughs> where all can people tune in because i know it's available on several different platforms sure uh so it
0: starts at 8 p.m eastern standard time um and uh i go man honestly like i go last night we went to 4 a.m uh eastern standard time and i literally yeah <laughs> you, you got that real man a- strength dude <laughs> well i mean like i said i have insomnia bro so i mean i stay up and, and and i'm a producer so i'm always like night owl type stuff and um it's not good it's not good i admit friday is usually like that day that i'm like i'm almost all nighter type stuff but um but yeah man it, it, we do that and and you can you can submit uh now we have a we have like a link tree website you know, website slash sling tree, whatever. Um, so you can go to critique com. actually now, and you can get, you can, you can email me there. There's a video that tells you the email <laughs> and there's a video that explains like, um, about the priority list. And, you know, I've had people get mad about that whole situation too. Cause they're all like, Oh, you're, you're a Christian. It's supposed to be free. And it's like, no, it's not like that <laughs> so so yeah man um yeah we you can you can go there email uh there's a there's a button there at the bottom of the link tree that has a little envelope and you can email your song through there so
3: okay and then it's on youtube i know you can see it on twitter oh, yes, right, right yeah. i mean
0: yeah so like we're on rabzilla's instagram we're on rabzilla's uh youtube rabzilla's uh facebook rabzilla's uh, tw- uh twitch channel by the way like man i'm ch- really trying to build that up because i got more stuff coming up with that uh but uh rabzilla's twitch channel and also on twitter uh on rabzilla's twitter and periscope because they're pretty much one in the same now so
3: right yeah awesome so make sure you guys tune in friday nights 8 p.m eastern so i'm again that independent artist that maybe i've not been doing this real long and I'm debated about, you know, man, this is really cool. I'd like to, you know, get my music on there, but I'm not sure. Tell me why I need to submit to OB in the Critique Friday show.
0: Well, man, like, really, a lot of it has to do with, um, I feel, when, when, when I feel like we get laughed at a lot. I mean, can we agree on that? Like Christian hip hop from from like mainstream. Or like even non-christians i mean they might look at may, maybe it maybe i, I don't yeah I, 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 would,
3: I would say more more often than not they don't even know we exist so
0: well that's the thing that's yeah. the thing and they and when you say christian hip-hop they're like what and and i feel i feel like man with this show with critique fridays i want to display that because through critique fridays and mind you i've done it for two and a half years now bro through critique fridays i have found hundreds and hundreds of new people i have never heard of in my life you know what i'm saying and um it's been it's been so awesome to hear that we have real depth uh and quality at that at that and that's that's another thing that i really want to tackle because we are known to have horrible and i say it a lot on my show horrible mixing engineering and i really try to tackle that um I, I get on people about that I get on people about their names Like I am tired of the cheesy Christian hip-hop names that we have um, I'm, I'm telling you there. This past month I want to say month or month and a half I had about four people Four to five people Different people Have the name Prodigal Or Prodigal Son As, as a Christian <laughs> hip-hop man I'm like bro this this is you know this is this can't be this can't be a thing for us man we need to um be those people who set the set the bar and standard I think Christian hip-hop needs to be that Uh, I think I had no big deal on the show um he actually popped into the live and he was there chilling and, and um you know he was he was even helping me critique some of these guys and he got, I brought him on the live and he said that same exact thing. He's like, we, we need to be those where the, the, the lost people are coming over and they're like, yo, and they're marveling at the fact of what we're doing and why we're doing it, like pretty much why we're doing it. I, I do believe that there's a lot that, that I have heard a lot of artists where it's like, okay, I've heard this like a year ago or, you know, two years ago. But I would say there's a lot of artists that are, you know, really pushing the bar which I really like, you know, um, but yeah, man, I mean, the reason why I I really urge people to, to, to submit to uh, critique Fridays is because I want us to care about our art and our craft and, and, and do it in excellence, you know, shout out to my bro, um, Derek minor, who always talks about doing things in with greatness, you, you know, we're meant to, to do things with greatness and for the glory of God, you know what I'm saying? So, that's, that's what I try to, you know, push people to do, you know what I'm saying? So,
3: For sure, for sure. And guys, when you submit, one thing I will say is make sure that you can handle some criticism. It does not mean that, you know, if you get told, hey, work on this a little bit, it doesn't mean you're trash, go stop or whatever. It means keep getting better, right? Uh, I think that's a problem that we have um, in this space, too, is. People don't know how to handle that feedback.
0: No. And a lot of it has to do with the fact that they. And I know. I know from being. You know. Up and coming and stuff. I got a lot. I had a lot of yes men around me. You know. Like my family. My family. was like. I mean. It, it, you growing up. And you're young being a Christian hip-hop artist and, and, you know, recording for the first time and all this stuff like that. And then you show your art to your family. They're like, oh, that's good. That's nice. You know what I'm saying? So you think... And then your friends, they're like, oh, man, that's dope. You know what I'm saying? Da-da-da. But then, like, you don't really get the real criticism like you would, like, stepping on stage for the first time or things like that. I, I remember the feeling of stepping on stage for the first time. I remember... The first time I stepped on stage in front of a huge crowd and for due to a Christian hip hop event, I got, I, I was, it was a beat battle. <laughs> it was a Rabzilla beat battle in 2012 and I got eliminated first round, <laughs> you know? So I know, I know what it's like to, to, to go down, to, to take the, the L, but what I, what I call them the L uh, in life is a lesson. You know what I'm saying? I use my L's as lessons. Look at it as a lesson. so take your l's from today and um, create w's for tomorrow. so I, I, I say that a lot on the show. Um, you know, I, I think it's important that we need to get our stuff critiqued and and not have those same yes men around us. We need to have those people be like, yo man, this is this isn't good. Maybe go back, work on this, and don't and if you can't take that, if you can't take criticism or you can't even take somebody. Because some people will laugh at your stuff. If you you can't even take that, then you probably shouldn't be doing music. Music is probably not the way to go for you. You know what I mean? So, yeah.
3: Yeah. And I would say another thing, if I'm an artist considering this, like one one thing to really think about that I've noticed just from hopping in and just being a part of the chat is, I mean, you you have your one-offs. But overall, there's a lot of people that tune in on a weekly basis to your show. And there's like this community that's developed, you know, just from the people that are watching. Right. And those people, they they'll, they'll talk and they'll provide feedback, but not only that, but they, they start supporting these artists. Right. So that's another bonus for, for get, or another big reason to get your music in there. Cause you might develop some new fans as well. So the, the man, there's one person
0: that has came consistently back almost every week um on the show and i gotta give a huge shout out to him so newtone uh i think he wrote a lot with uh wrote around a lot with like brian trejo and all them uh back like with kingdom music but newtone i remember the first time i heard this dude and i was like yo man you gotta work on your stuff this dude was trying to sing his own hooks it was like the mixing was horrible and he remembers he, he's he's talked about it and and it went from him doing that to like i started seeing he was getting like you know I, I i rate if you know like critique fridays i do a rate systems from like one to ten and he was getting like twos and all this stuff <laughs> and, and this dude went from that to this dude has been winning a lot song of the night a lot from from just submitting to christy Fridays now he went he he heated he a lot of of my advice everything that i told him and he just he he stepped up his mixing he went as far as buying new studio equipment um uh, you know investing into features and this dude has a, probably an album like a week it's insane <laughs> but he he's literally he's in he's so good man like he's actually gotten so much better. Um, the way he's rapped, the way he's writing now—it's—it's it's really, really dope to see. So that's one person I gotta give a huge shout out to, because it's been like a—I think from the first time that he submitted was probably about a year and a half ago, maybe, maybe almost two years now. But a year and a half ago, I remember him him coming through and submitting. He even said it—he's like, within a year, you know. Ob's taught me so much just through the show. It was dope to see how what the type of feedback. Uh, not even just me, but the chat. The chat is always huge too. Like like you said, the community. Yeah, had, we had a lot of people, like just meeting on there. I, I, I like engineers, producers, you know, other artists. People are featuring with each other on there, and then they all come together every Friday, and we're all just finding new artists, listening to new people, connecting with new like following new art like new artists new uh even even graphic designers man and to the point where now people are giving away we're giving away engineering because people are like sponsoring gifts and stuff like that for for the song of the night winner and all that type of stuff so it's it's uh it's it's dope man i love the critique fridays community and in the chat it's it's great
3: (laughs) for sure for sure so if you're an artist guys and you're listening critique friday's strongly consider, i and i would even push you to do more than strongly consider. i would push you to go in there and get it because not only you know all the list that we've already talked about of you know the pluses to doing it you know getting in front of new people getting that feedback that's going to help push you ob i've said it in the chat before one of the most genuine guys that we have in this space so i think anything that you can get um whenever you get an opportunity to interact with them you do it you know so so make sure you guys tune in on friday nights 8 p.m eastern and, and just be a part of it and, and grow and get better because that's what we want to see for you guys as artists so exactly yeah man. but thank
0: you i appreciate that man i mean when you comment like that like that means a lot you know it, help, it helps me too because i've got a lot of flack on there <laughs> it's too no, <laughs> a lot of i get it like, man <laughs> yeah so i appreciate you man just for saying stuff like that and and real quick i gotta plug this you gotta go get some critique friday's merch go get that <laughs> oh dude uh, it's a uh, hector uh, <laughs> hector did hector did that new logo oh, right? he killed it. Man. well yeah he killed it bro and the thing is like it, Hector, Hector knows what, I like, I'm I'm really big on, like, Supreme and, like, sneakers and stuff like that. So, like, I'm really, I'm gonna sneak ahead, man. And and so, like, the, the logo, he did, like, the little Mario joint, and he, like, mirrored it around me. But the shirt had, like, the Supreme box logo on it. And I was like, oh, you know, this is dope. And uh, Chad posted it up on, on, or, uh, I think it was Chad. No, no, no. Steven from Rapzilla He posted it up on, uh, the website to, so people can order the shirt well um, we didn't know that that was like a copyright thing was going to happen with that we just we, we didn't think about it we didn't, they didn't even think about it they were just like oh we just need to get this shirt up but people actually were a- some people actually able were able to get the that version of the shirt like we ended up getting a copyright uh, flag and the shirt got taken down and everything like all the merch that we had up there had got taken down and we're like what happened like what what's going on like what's up with the site no nobody's able to buy a shirt right now and it literally said that and it was like for a day and a half or two that it was able to be up and people were able to order one but after those days it got like cut off for like a whole week and then we hector went back and redid it a little bit he ended up putting my logo on the shirt instead of the supreme logo and now it's back up so you can you can cop it and everything but like there was a lot of people that were able to it well, was not a lot There was like a very select few of people that were able to cop the the that version with the supreme on it so like so like a lot of them got, got it and it had like the supreme on it so i was like oh y'all got like a a very rare version of the of the shirt so so yeah, now but now it's back up and 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 you can get the version with actually my logo on it. But it, it, I mean, shout out to Hector man because he did a great job and they they went, came through to to do that to help. It was like a, a more so of benefit towards my family. Like I said, like with just I hadn't been able to work for like a month and a half really, and um, that 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 was I was really grateful for Rapzilla and Hector because uh, they 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 really came through for me on that. And it was for my birthday present because my birthday was – they dropped it on my birthday. so.
3: That's what's up. That's what's up. Well, OB, man, thank you so much for taking time out. I I know you're a busy dude, so we appreciate you jumping on here. I feel like there's so much more stuff that we could hit on, and so maybe we can get you to come back on the show in the future.
0: Yeah, man. I'm sorry. I talk a lot. No, you're good, man. I love
3: it. (laughs) I love it, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll we'll look to do that, man, because I think there's other stuff – um i think even just some of the conversations that have taken place uh, you know a little bit on the show with, with some of that stuff in the chat like dude there was some stuff that i was like that could be a really good conversation so maybe we can make that happen uh soon of course man just
0: let so. me know just let me know
3: for sure for sure well guys thank you for tuning in to this month's industry insider interview again with Beat music make sure you go check him out support critique fridays on rapzilla um just support him the production everything that he has doing uh guys you want to go and be a part of it so go do that thank you for tuning into this interview again shout out to our episode sponsors including the bookkeeper 247com for helping make this interview happen and we will see you guys on the next podcast